Chapter 3 The next few days passed without another call from my sister. Other than my dad's text to make sure I was coming over for dinner, I didn't hear anything from my family. I would keep my eye on Lucy during dinner and look for any weird signs, but I was hoping things had blown over. The drive to their house felt strange, almost as if I was in some apocalyptic movie. The roads were pretty much deserted, store parking lots were bare, and people's houses were sealed up tight. At this point in the pandemic, our local city had delivered stay-at-home orders and called for all non-essential businesses to shut down. All of this led to my shock during dinner. Lucy, I want to see more veggies on your plate, my dad said as he scooted a serving bowl of steaming green beans toward her. She took her time, but obliged. Everything tastes good, Dad, I said through a mouthful of ham. Some of the meat's succulent juices dribbled down my chin, and I wiped it with a napkin. It had been a few days since I'd had a home-cooked meal, and I was loving it. Lately, I'd gotten into the habit of grabbing fast food on the way home from work. My taste buds screamed in ecstasy as I piled another forkful of juicy pork into my mouth. Thanks for cooking. You're welcome, he said a little abruptly. Son, we need to talk about something, and it's important. Something in his tone created an instant sense of dread. I had to quickly remind myself that I wasn't a teenager living at home anymore. Swallowing my mouthful of food, I said, If I didn't know any better, I'd think I was in trouble. No, you aren't yet. But you could be. What are you talking about? I put my fork down and gave him my full attention. I've been doing a lot of thinking, he said. Praying, actually. I believe God's been speaking to me. I laughed. <laughs> You're kidding, right? The look on his face told me he was serious. My tongue stopped watering. I braced myself for whatever crazy thing he was going to say next. God wants me to become a member of Slain Lamb Ministries. I breathed a sigh of relief. As sensational as I felt that church and its message might be, there were much worse things that God could have told him to do. Lucy quietly poked at the green beans on her plate, fishing out the little pieces of bacon and setting them aside. God is calling his people to be more faithful, he said, wiping his mouth with the back of his hand. We are to start meeting in the church building again. Well, yeah, Dad, I said. Once this whole virus thing blows over, everything is going to be opening back up. This won't last forever. We are waiting for all that. We'll be in the church for this next crusade message tomorrow night. What? I said in disbelief. All the relief I had felt moments before melted away like plastic in a microwave. Now you're kidding. Tell me you're kidding. Don't raise your voice to me, boy, he said. No, I ain't kidding. We're going to the church tomorrow night. We? I cried. You're going to pull Lucy into your stupid game? How about you let me raise my daughter how I see fit, he said. 
tossing his napkin onto his plate and standing. Dad, do you not see how crazy this is? People are dying, infections are still skyrocketing, there's no vaccine, and you're trying to go hang out with a couple hundred people for an hour? I'm not arguing with you. I was hoping that you'd go with us. When was the last time you even went to church? I don't need to go to a church to experience God, I said, rolling my eyes. That's exactly what the devil wants you to believe. He's got a hold of you. I can feel it. Now I stood up. Did you really just say that? I don't think I've ever, in my 25 years of life, heard you talk about the devil. What is going on with you? I guess you can say that I've seen the light, my dad answered, calmer than I had expected. Pastor Aka preaches the word in a way like I've never heard. He's God's anointed, and who are we to deny that? And is Pastor Aka an infectious disease expert too? He's an expert in God's word. That's enough for me. I ain't gonna keep living my life in fear. I couldn't believe my ears. Had my dad really fallen for some whack job preacher? My throat tightened and my mouth felt full of chalk. I wasn't going to win the argument that night. As hard as it was, I swallowed my pride and passion, collected my things, and walked out the front door. It wasn't until I started my car's engine that Lucy flashed across my mind. I'd completely forgotten about her while I was arguing with my dad. I hadn't even thought to look at her reaction to our bickering. Guilt wrapped its ugly hand around my heart and squeezed. Was I any better than my dad? I allowed my desire to control the situation to distract me from focusing on what was most important, keeping my sister safe. The drive home was a wrestling match in my mind. I regretted not going back inside to check on her. My dad was stubborn, but that wouldn't have affected my ability to talk with her. I planned to call her when I got home, but of course, that didn't happen. The proverbial shit hit the fan as soon as I stepped into my apartment.